हेलो फ्रेंड्स नाउ वी आर गोइंग टू सी ग्रीन सोशलिज्म फ्रॉम चैप्टर न्यू लेफ्ट्स एनरिचमेंट एंड फ्रैगमेंटेशन सो लेट्स स्टार्ट ग्रीन सोशलिज्म ऑलरेडी वी हैव सीन फेमिनिस्ट सोशलिज्म एंड नाउ ग्रीन सोशलिज्म इन 1962 व्हेन रिचेल कार्सन पब्लिश्ड Silent Spring concern about environmental degradation through the excessive use of pesticides was a rather esoteric issue and discussions of ecology took place only within biology meanwhile it was generally assumed by both right and left that economic growth was desirable by the end of the century the situation had been transformed The Kyoto Protocol on Climate Change in 1997 and the subsequent refusal of the American admi- administration in 2001 to adhere to the treaty made headline news throughout the world. <coughs> By then scientific debates about the depletion of natural resources and the threat to ecosystems had uh, permeated social, political and economic discussions. Discourse about uh, sustainability therefore now often replaced that of simple growth in principle ecological arguments could be compatible with a wide range of political positions for example an extreme right wing authoritarian solution could be to seek to establish dictatorship in the richer states which deployed military power against developing countries so as to preserve the finite global natural resources for their own use political perspectives of this kind would certainly threaten socialism but they would not have challenged it however the green politics that emerged in the later part of the 20th century tended to be on the left ecological thought thus raised questions for socialism while the emergence of green movements also challenged it in terms of organization and practice the discussion here focuses mainly on theoretical questions but the practical impact is also addressed briefly at the end of the section although ecology became an issue of political importance in the last part of the 20th century many of its central concerns the rural and urban environment health nature food have been raised periodically since the industrial revolution what is new is the urgency of the issue having really been realized uh, with the publication in 1972 of uh, both the highly influential report by the club of rome on the limits of growth and blueprint for survival in the ecologist a plethora of subsequent studies including the brutenland report our common future in 1987 reinforced the con- conclusions showing the extent and interrelationship of the problems but by then there was a widespread acceptance of the message that unless there were very fundamental changes in attitudes behavior and policies existing forms of life upon the planet would be threatened ecological thought urges a qualitative change in the whole relationship between human beings and the rest of the natural world by introducing two key considerations first it rejects or at least fundamentally questions the pursuit of growth as a primary economic objective second because of the conviction that current policies may have devastating and irreparable consequences for the planet itself it highlights 
the needs of future generations this means that issues of justice do not simply concern contemporary social relationships but that uh, those who live now must also take account of the interest of uh, their successors when uh, for example they de deplete non renewable sources of energy andrew dobson also draws a distinction between environmentalism and ecology ecologism environmentalism argues for a managerial managerial approach to environmental problems secure in the belief that they can be solved without fundamental changes in present values or patterns of producing uh, uh, sorry present values or patterns of production and consumption and ecologism holds that uh, sustainable and fulfilling existence presupposes radical changes in our relationship with the non-human natural world and in our mode of social and political life he argues that environmentalism can never be sufficient to bring about the kind of transformation required for the survival of the planet and does not constitute green thought yet the distinction between environmentalism and ecologism seems much less clear than he implies if consumers en masse bought organic food and boycotted genetically modified products chose public transport rather than private car use recycled all rubbish and uh, heated their houses to to solar energy the effects could be considerable similarly legislation to bring about changes of this kind could force companies to shift their investment into ecologically sensitive products <coughs> if uh, <coughs> sorry if this took place uh, throughout the rich countries would uh, this amount to the kind of fundamental transformation sought by the authors of the limits of growth or does the scale of qualitative change require nil growth and uh, the complete abandonment of current patterns of social and economic life in advanced industrial societies obviously the greater the degree of transformation envisaged the greater would be the challenge to existing political doctrines including socialism if environmentalism and ecologism merge into one another like colors in the rainbow it is also clear that there are many shades of green some of which would regard the changes mentioned above as very significant here the term green will be used to represent the whole environmental or ecological spectrum rather than solely its dark green ecological end green thought uh, presents a greater challenge to some forms of socialism than others many of the utopian socialists in the first half of the 19th century wanted to recreate the rural communities that capitalist industrialization was undermining uh, was undermining and even robert owen was wedded to the idea of small scale production probably only saint simon was an enthusiastic supporter of uh, industrialism per se similarly the anarchist prodan and bakunin opposed capitalism particularly because they believed that it was destroying more natural human communities based on cooperative relationships in the countryside although most socialist in european societies uh, frequently uh, sorry subsequently became reconciled to industrial society these earlier traditions certainly continue to exist For example the guild socialist movement in early 20th century britain sought to combine the notion of uh, medieval guilds of uh, crafts with modern trade unionism unionism it was one of its th thinker thinkers 
एजेड पेंटी in 1875 to 1937 who coined the term post industrial society and called for a drastic reduction of large scale industry and the end of the overpowering state in favor of small scale production within communes more generally there have always been socialists who have attached particular importance to the concerns that are now associated with the green movement including conservation the development of sensitive environmental planning and a whole range of quality of life issues however green thought has provided a major challenge to the two dominant forms of socialism social democracy and communism as shown in the earlier chapters as the 20th century progressed social democracy came to believe that there was no need to owe through capitalism in order to achieve benefits for the working classes indeed it's uh, <coughs> in its period of uh, maximum achievement in the <coughs> sorry <coughs> indeed its period of maximum achievement in the so called long post war boom had depended upon the success of the system to which it had been uh, ostensibly opposed economic growth made it possible to provide relatively generous welfare expenditure for this good then be financed uh, from taxation derived from increases in income similarly full employment had appeared unproblematic uh, with the expansion of domestic and international markets for ever more commodities the publication of the limits to growth coincided with the downturn in economic activity in the major capitalist economies in the early 1970s but uh, social democrats saw the solution as increased government expenditure to restore full employment and they were certainly not ready for an argument that seemed to suggest that still bigger da uh, dangers lay in renewed growth nor was communism any more receptive to the suggestion that ecological imperatives demanded fundamental changes under stalin rapid growth through industrialization had been the main goal of the system and although the method forced labor camps had uh, subsequently changed the object remained with the khrushchev Uh, rashly posting that the soviet union would outstrip the economies of the capitalist world by the end of the 20th century manufacturing industry in the whole block uh, was also notorious notoriously uh, notoriously toxic and this disregard for the environmental aspects of uh, industrial expansion was certainly one of the causes of uh, the nuclear disaster at uh, at a chernobyl in the ukraine in 1986 nor was the record elsewhere in the communist world very different and even in the early 21st century the communist or capitalist system in china appears determined to achieve a rapid industrial expansion without due sensitivity to the predictable dangers of its current policies given the priority that both social democracy and communism placed on industrial growth it was highly unlikely that either would welcome the evidence assembled by green campaigners from the 1970s onwards the early reactions were therefore either to ignore the evidence or to dismiss it as anti socialist propaganda an accusation from more traditional socialist was that the green emphasis on post materialism was fine for the middle classes but uh, had little relevance for those for those living in deprived inner city areas in capitalist countries or for those without drinking water 
food or shelter in developing countries. This charge was well placed in the sense that those suffering from acute deprivation might not see the solution in terms of green policies but nor of course might they see it in socialism. However, outright rejection of uh, ecological arguments became untenable because of the weight of evidence because the main challenge came from left inclined inclined uh, green parties and movements which shared the socialist belief in equality as a goal and because campaigns also took place against the damage caused by toxic waste and environmental degradation in working class areas the dominant forms of socialism have therefore needed to re-examine some key assumptions the traditional claim had been that the current capitalist system was unequal and unjust but that it would be possible to establish a socialist system that would maintain and extend the advantages of capitalist productivity while ending its ills such ideas uh, had also characterized attitudes to the world as a whole with the supposition that uh, enhanced production would mean that global redistribution could be brought about without reductions in living standards in the wealthy countries confidence in this view has now been undermined by the ecological evidence and there can be few people who genuinely believe that the lifestyles for example in terms of uh, the use of non-renewable energy currently enjoyed by the average family unit in the united states could be achieved globally to what extent was the belief in unlimited production inherent in the dominant socialist theory mass has often been viewed as a source for such beliefs and several passages in his work seem to imply ever increasing productive possibilities following the abolition of Following the abolition of capitalism, one of the most powerful ecological uh, critics of Marxism was made by Rudolf Bahro, who had been a committed communist in East Germany and later a fundamental and later a fundamentalist and visionary figure in green politics in West Germany. He argued that for Marx, uh, socialism was a classless industrial society and the industrial aspect of this uh, was to be more or less unproblematically the legacy of capitalism after quoting uh, a passage from the communist manifesto which seemed to regard the domination of the whole world market by the rapid improvement of all instruments of production as positive Bahru wrote we can no longer share the spirit in which uh, this was written Anyone who has lived in Eastern Europe has uh, an experience that goes beyond all theory, industrialism, productivism, Fordism, etc. Obstruct the socialist, exist rather than lead to it. And the suspicion has uh, arisen in the meantime that this happens with uh, every, every known kind of industrialization so that the means generally uh, gobbles up gobbles up the end which was to have been uh, freedom love happiness for all he also made it clear that he regarded the marxist theoretical tradition itself rather than the eastern european application of it as culpable marxists have so far rarely considered that humanity has not only to transform its 
its relations of production but uh, must also fundamentally transform the entire character of its mode of production however carte soper has argued persuasive persuasively uh, sorry persuasively that other readings of marx are also possible in 1991 she suggested that marxism is more consistent with ecology than in social democracy because the latter is dependent on capital upon capitalism for if the capitalist system is based on commodity production and growth to and growth to sustain profitability social democracy cannot make a decision to limit industrial expansion without undermining the growth on which the welfare system is a dependent however she suggests that marxism can be weighted to green objectives because it both explains the productive drive of the capitalist system and provides the basis for a socialist society to take alternative decisions about sufficiency and leisure soper argues that her view of a socialist society deciding to seek greater spiritual development by spending less time working and uh, accepting a lower level of material comfort and uh, spending longer on ecologically sound intellectual and leisure uh, pursuits is consistent with marx's writings however even if the theoretical compatibility between marxist and green socialism is accepted this does not resolve such key questions as to how an ecologically friendly society could be achieved or what it would look like clearly the socialist critic of capitalism has always involved the view that a system driven by the pursuit of profit will subordinate other considerations to this goal and also that it creates unnecessary and wasteful commodities at the expense of needs however this obviously begs the question uh, what is the need clearly needs or at, at least many of them are historically and socially determined we all need food drink and warmth but people in advanced capitalist countries might also believe that they need the choices offered by supermarkets and restaurants central heating a car and a long list of other essential items the fact that soviet bloc countries appear to be concerned only with the meeting basic needs was an element in the increasing unpopularity of the system particularly as western television and films beamed capitalist consumerism to their people it is extremely difficult theoretically to distinguish between wants and needs particularly of course when commodity production and advertising try to convert the former former into the latter Marcuse's emphasis in one dimensional man on the way in which advanced capitalist societies manufacture a particular kind of uniform consciousness is illuminating in this context consumption is part of a whole lifestyle embedded in a particular form of society and it is widely argued that the reduction of material wants cannot be brought about without social transformation while the dominant forms of socialism view the necessary transformation primarily through the prism of class relations many green thinkers including baharo have wanted to recreate the small communities or communes sought by anarchists and uh, early socialists in the belief that it is only at this level that more frugal lifestyle will be pursued yet there are surely 
good reason to be skeptical about the restoration of small scale communities not only because this seems improbable but also for theoretical reason martin relay points out that it is unlikely that the commune will be able to produce essential medical equipment and that in any case both coordination and egalitarian distribution systems require states or state like entities beyond the local an alternative approach has been um, to argue that the solution does not so much lie in changing social organization in territorial terms but in the whole nexus of relationships between work leisure and consumption andre goats has uh, made a very important theoretical contribution in this area Gortz is a highly original thinker who is uh, difficult to categorize although his conclusions are now far removed from uh, from traditional marxism he could still be regarded as a neo marxist in his theoretical framework and approach ecology has been a central theme in his ideas since the mid 1970s and he has emphasized the extent to which the masses uh, sorry extent to which the mass of the population is uh, stifled within the work, world of work unlike many greens he embraces some of the most advanced technology claiming that uh, this could bring about greater autonomy through a reduction in the working week since the majority of jobs are both boring and in, and enslaving he regards uh, this possibility with a guaranteed minimum income as a potentially liberating for it provides an opportunity for more autonomous activities including socially useful pursuits that would benefit others this would enable people to develop their personalities in a rounded way and simultaneously save the environment from the devastation wrought by an economy dominated by the pursuit of growth commodity production and consumption could simultaneously be reduced with a society constructed around a mixture of part time work useful social activity and leisure and leisure time none of these more radical ecological proposals could be implemented at all easily but green pressures have certainly influenced in the introduction of some measures near the environmental management end of the scale many of these have been introduced through legislative regulation and in the british context the european union has played a major role in forcing higher standards than than would otherwise have been chosen however it remains questionable how far changes in behavior and aspiration within capitalist society can be brought about without reference to the uh, price mechanism it is for example notable that in britain the use of private cars only began to drop when the government used a tax mechanism to increase the real price of fuel between 1997 and 2000 however after a protest the fuel escalator escalators uh sorry after a protest the fuel escalator was dropped and car usage increased this raises major issues for ecological socialists for indirect taxes uh, taxation of this kind is often inegalitarian at the other end of the scale eco- ecologism faces the same theoretical problem that socialism confronted much earlier as to whether it is a revolutionary or reformist ideology but it is much more difficult for uh, it to locate the potential revolutionaries than it was for marxism gorts has uh, attempted to do so with his category of non class 
of non-workers including the unemployed and those in marginal and temporary employment arguing that they have the least stake in current society and are therefore the most predisposed to, to favor an ecological alternative but, they, but his view is not widely shared in 2004 super put forward a more plausible proposal based on electoral politics in which green socialists should highlight the joys of uh, consumption less troubled by the knowledge of its socially exploitative and ecologically destructive impact we need visions of uh, future consumption built around ecologically less damaging methods of farming and commodity production the pleasure of uh, sorry the pleasures of uh, unpolluted air and water the expansion of free time the promotion of cultural and aesthetic modes of self realization the idea that a more ecological lifestyle would offer greater pleasures is uh, certainly more alluring than than presenting it as a uh, doer necessary Necessi- uh, sorry, uh, necessity to avoid catastrophe but green socialists will face an appeal battle in attempting to convince industrial workers and uh, trade unions that uh, irreparable ecological damage is a greater risk than the threat to unemployment uh, sorry than the threat to employment that could follow a fundamental change in the economy whether or not radical ecological proposals are practical politics in the foreseeable future the green critic of both social democracy and communism has certainly been uh, has certainly been an um, an impact upon contemporary socialist thought forcing a reconsideration of earlier traditions green political practice has also challenged the dominant traditions of socialism many greens have suggested that their political approach is derived from their ecology for example the american green writer charlene spread spreadnack argued human systems may take from nature less uh, may take from nature lessons concerning interdependence diversity openness to change within a system flexibility and the ability to adapt to new even uh, to new events or conditions outside the system with the model one one can easily guess that uh, uh, green politics uh, issue human system human systems whether economic political or social and that are rigidly constructed around an ideal of tightly centralized control rather green politics advocates decentralizing political and economic power so that decisions and regulations or money are placed at the smallest scale that is the level closest to home that is efficient and practical however since many activists had been involved in the 1968 movements and uh, were already committed to decentralization participated to democracy and non hierarchical organizations it seems very likely that such experiences rather than ecological theory per se influenced their political approach in any case they acted as a new social movement and challenged the mainstream politics from the left scientific arguments about ecological damage to the planet may have provided a general perspective but this was also reinforced by immediate problems and issues leading to campaigns against nuclear power stations and nuclear weapons motorways fast food chains and so on a primary concern of the german greens when they 
when they suddenly emerged as a significant political force in the early 1980s was thus the sense of radicalism in the spd of course the greens subsequently revealed the same kinds of uh, internal division that had historically led to sh uh, schisms uh, within traditional left wing parties and uh, in 1998 and 2002 they would even enter a coalition with the middle of the road spd government under uh, gerhard schroder however this does not uh, alter the fact that their ranks included many new left activists and bo and that both uh, their policies and general approach placed them on the left of the political spectrum with some core tones of anarchism in their genealogy in recent years it has therefore been evident that many young people who would uh, previously have adhere, adhered to social democratic communist or trotskyist uh, parties have been attracted to the greens the green electoral challenge to mainstream parties has generally been contained at less than 10% of the vote in most european countries although they exceeded uh, this percentage in finland luxembourg and the netherlands in the 1999 euro election however whether as single parties or as part of a broader alliance the greens have certainly played a role in redefining the left this means that while the green challenge to socialism was ostensibly about ecological theory it was actually much wider than this for as with feminism it uh, also concerned the definition and practice of politics itself thus whereas the previous assumption of both social democracy and communism was uh, that socialism could be defined defined by and achieved through a party that would uh, aggregate all the relevant issues this logic is no longer accepted once again as with feminism the enrichment that green thought and practice could offer to socialism simultaneously contributed to its ideological and organizational framework uh, uh, sorry and organizational fragmentation beyond the fragments both individually and in combination feminist and greens and several other movement challenged the dominant forms of socialism by raising fundamental issues about its theory and practice for traditionalist such developments were alarming for fragmentation could threaten to undermine socialism both as a coherent world outlook and in its organizational forms however the pressures that produced these new ideas and movements suggested inadequacies in the existing ideological and organizational structures a text from 1979 that sought to combine feminism and socialism is very illuminating in its attempt to define a new approach in beyond the fragments 1979 three socialist feminists in britain sheila robotham line segel and uh, hillary wainwright directly confronted the fact that socialism was no longer unified in doctrinal or organizational terms but uh, contained several movements and ideas the most substantial essay by robotham the women's movement and organizing for socialism specifically dealt with uh, <coughs> these issues her particular concern was to argue that the concept of a leninist party was incompatible with socialist feminism and other new movements 
but many of her insights also apply to social democracy. She thus argued for the creation of an organization with forms of internal association that would actively overcome discrimination through open expression of difference between the particular groups. For if every form of oppression has its own defensive suspicions, all the movements in resistance to humiliation and, and inequality also discover their own wisdoms. We require a socialist movement in which there is a freedom for these differences and nurture for these wisdom. This means that in the making of socialism, people can develop positively their own strengths and find ways of communicating to one another what we have gained without the trans transcendent correctness which Leninism fosters. Yet her critique of the idea of a monolithic party did not mean that. She believed that the goal of socialism should be replaced by a whole set of entirely distinct social movements. When the black movement in the late 60s followed by women and gay people asserted the idea of, uh, idea of oppression which could include the cultural and personal experience of being subordinated as a group as well as economic and social inequalities, it was an important corrective to the emphasis within the left on class and economic exploitation, but arguing in terms of a series of separate operations can have an ironic consequence. We can forget that people are more than the category of operation. We thus have the means of seeing people as victims, but not the means of seeing the sources of power which all subordinated groups have created. The argument was that connections needed to be made between the various movements with the previous polarities superseded. She could not uh, suggest an ideal new model of a non-authoritarian organization, but uh, a collective awakening to a constant awareness about how we see ourselves as socialists. A willingness to trust as well as criticize what we have done, a recognition of creativity in diversity and a persistent quest for open types of relationships to one another and to idea as part of the process of making socialism. In the long run, she suggested that new forms of socialist organizing which could grow from such a practice and bring together these efforts towards a different politics would be necessary. The intention also emphasized by Wainwright was to find a socialist way of going beyond the fragment. Socialist feminists and socialist greens as well as many others in the new social movements of the era opposed both the organizational and ideological forms of communism and social democracy and believed that pluralism enriched both the theory and practice of socialism. Such a diversity became an enduring feature of the life of the left. There were also some evident continuities between between the social movements that developed in the 1970s and 1980s and those demanding global justice in the early 21st century. This pluralism undoubtedly un enriched socialism, recalling the 19th century when many traditions had coexisted. However, it also meant fragmentation during a period in which socialism as a whole appeared to be threatened. The implications of this will be considered in the final chapters. So here our third chapter is over. So thank you. Thank you very much.